So you've got a passion that's burning inside of you. And one day you decided to take that brilliant idea and start your own business. That's where your entrepreneurial journey started. But here's the thing, my friend, it takes more than just that good idea and your passion to be successful. Among many things, you need a strategy. So exactly how do you create one as a new business owner? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to the Mind Your Time podcast. I'm Shannon Baker, your host and coffee aficionado. Whether your goal is to increase your side gig income or scale to six figures, you're in the right place. You will learn about the tools, actionable strategies, and tactics you can use to take back control of your time and life. I specialize in helping purpose-driven women like yourself work smarter and tap into the growth potential their business holds. So if you're ready to make a bigger impact and achieve business growth without being tied to it 24-7, then stick around. Let's dive into today's topic. Welcome to the first episode of a three-part series that I'm going to do on building a simple but solid strategy as a startup business owner. Now, I decided to do this series because I've gotten a few questions from new business owners about creating a strategic business plan, planning in general, and also what systems are needed when you're starting your business. So these questions really took me back to the time when I started my business almost 12 years ago. There was, and there still is, a ton of information free and paid to help you start your business and market your business, but not specifically telling you how to strategically grow your business or how to run your business efficiently without having to adopt the hustle mentality or end up burning yourself out. That's also part of the reason that I decided to create a free audio masterclass instead of doing an online course, because I realized that my target market, which includes you, you're always on the go. So you don't have the time or the desire to sit down in front of a computer screen and watch a bunch of boring videos. That's why you haven't started or finished most of the ones that you got for free or even if you spent money on them. Just about every small business owner that I've worked with has been trapped on a hamster wheel and exhausted because they're always putting out fires in their business. There are gaps in their business operations that need to be addressed and they're working in their business rather than on it because they don't have a strategy and they don't have systems. And they're constantly missing out on things in life that truly matter to them. So in that masterclass, I share the very same framework that I've used to help not only myself, but multiple small business owners create a business that supports their lifestyle and removes them from being the bottleneck that is blocking their growth. That masterclass is called How to Grow Your Business Without Overwhelm. And each episode is packed with practical advice, actionable tips, and proven techniques that are gonna help you achieve your business goals without the overwhelm. I'm gonna put a link to that in the show notes. Now, for today's topic, when it comes to your business strategy, you may be thinking, well, I don't need one right now because I'm just getting started and you just want or need to make some money. But here's the deal, whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're in what I call the incubation stage, 
this episode is for you and you definitely need a strategy if you want to succeed. And if you're wondering which phase you're in, let me help you with that. I've talked about what I call the four phases of the entrepreneurial journey in an episode I did a few weeks ago when I was talking about repairing the quick fixes in your business and improving your operations. But here's my Cliff Notes version of phases one and two, and you are in one of these two. Phase one is the incubation phase when you get the idea to start your business using your skills, but you're just trying things out, not really making any money yet, but you're figuring out what problem it is that you want to solve. Once you get all that figured out, you enter into phase two, which is the startup phase. You found your place online. You're telling people about your business, but it's costing you money and you're really not making much, if any, in this phase either. So you're bootstrapping things in your business or you're simply going without. And whether you're in phase one or two, you've had the light bulb moment when you realize that you could make a difference. And no matter what you do or how many other people do the same thing, I want you to remember that you are the secret sauce. You have a unique value proposition that makes you stand out in the crowded online space. So you've got the spark, you've identified your unique value. So now what? Well, now it's time to start navigating that online space. That's where market research comes into play. Market research is really like having a treasure map to help you find that pot of gold. So let me illustrate the importance with something that I'm passionate about, which is coffee. Let's say I wake up one morning and as I'm sipping my morning cup of coffee, I think, well, you know what? People in my area need a coffee experience like nothing else that they've experienced before. So I'm envisioning a cozy cafe with Wi-Fi that's fast and works, some unique decor and the perfect coffee blend. Plus, I'm going to hire a latte art pro because honestly, my latte art skills are non-existent. Actually, they suck. So I gave up trying. But now you might be thinking, well, that just sounds like another coffee shop, right? Well, not quite. What sets me apart from everyone else is me. In the sea of franchises and a few independently owned coffee shops here and there in the area, I'm going to be the one that's serving a single origin pour over that transports my customers to an Ethiopian coffee farm as they savor each sip. That's the wow factor my fellow coffee enthusiasts will appreciate. Now let's build on that. How can you build a successful business? Well, it starts by you understanding your market and my illustration is for fellow coffee lovers. So my market research or your market research, it's your compass in this journey. Just like I would explore new coffee blends and roast profiles, you need to put in the work to understand your clients and identify what they want and what they need. But when you're going through this process, you can't forget about your competition. They're like other coffee shops on the same block or within a certain radius. You have to identify their strengths and their weaknesses because this is the key for you identifying your path forward. And then for me as a coffee shop owner in this hypothetical situation, I can then 
brew my business strategy and start building on it from there. Now, speaking of strategy, a business strategy, it's not a catchy jargon or a bunch of complex theories. It's really your roadmap to success. I mean, think about it. You wouldn't head off on a cross country road trip without a map, would you? Or some idea of where you're going. Well, your journey as an entrepreneur, it's really no different. A well thought out strategy helps you one, define your goals, two, plan your actions, and three, measure your success. Think of it as plotting your course on a treasure map to find the goal, which in this case is creating a successful business. So let's start by talking about your goals. When you're picking the goals for your business, your plan has to account for everything going on in your life. So if this is the busy season for you because of family engagements, conferences, or even vacations or the holidays, which are right around the corner, then it can't be the busy season for your business at that time. So this would not be a good time for you to launch something new. And if you have little ones, keep in mind, they're going to be out of school soon with holiday breaks. And you need to think about the impact that is going to have on your schedule when you pick your goal. And this is a continuous process that I strongly suggest you repeat every 90 days. Now you may be thinking, well, I need to pick my goal for the year. And I'm not saying don't do that. You can pick one big goal for the year because I do that. But what I'm saying is you need to break that goal into milestones that you strive to reach in 90 day increments. And when you do this, I want you to pick a smart goal, but here's the catch. My definition of a smart goal. It's a little different than what you're used to hearing on the interwebs. So this is what it stands for in my world. The S means you still need to be specific. So decide what you want to achieve and be specific when you determine what that means. And then after you've done that, pick one or two positive affirmations that are going to help you stay motivated because mindset matters. And this is not going to be easy. The M stands for mind your business. Stop worrying about what everyone around you is doing. What you see on social media does not give you the full picture. Behind that grid, their lives can be in shambles and they may not be making all the money that they say they are. So focus on the goal that you picked and do what you need to do every day to reach it. When it comes to the goal A, A stands for pick an appropriate goal that suits your business and fits your lifestyle right now. Again, make sure this is the best time for you to set this type of goal based on the season that your life is in. And that leads us to R, be realistic. You have to be realistic in your expectations. Give yourself some grace because life is going to happen and it's not always going to go according to plan. And in all honesty, it may actually take you more than 90 days to reach your goal. And that's okay. Just keep working your plan. And T, treat yourself as you make progress. Small steps matter, but you need to take time to see that you're making progress, even if it's slow. So what I did was I created a wall of wins in my office and I have some little cards that I write small victories on and the date where I made that accomplishment. 
so it's a visual reminder that I can see. You need to make sure you're tracking your progress and you're celebrating those small wins along the way and even big wins. This will help you stay motivated and focused so that you move forward and make progress on your goals. This process, along with planning out your months and your weeks, is vital for you to be intentional with your time. And it's one of the biggest areas that just about all of my clients struggle with. That is one of the biggest reasons I created goal-setting worksheets that are available exclusively to members of the Mighty Society membership. Not only will those worksheets help you set realistic goals, but there are also pages you can use for weekly planning by using time blocking. So if you want to learn more about the Mighty Society membership, go to theshannonbaker.com forward slash membership and check that out. Now, before we dive further into crafting your business strategy, let's take a moment to consider the role of your mission and your vision because they are the dynamic duo that you need to create your strategy. There's some fundamental questions that you need to answer. And here they are. Question number one, why did you start your business? Everything comes back to you understanding your why. Your mission is at the heart of your business. It defines your values, your goals, and it reveals what your business stands for. It's like the North Star guiding every decision that you make. So again, it's your compass that keeps you on course so that every decision you make aligns with your mission, at least it should. So knowing your why helps you communicate what you stand for and focus on what helps you make decisions that are aligned with that. That information is key to you being able to answer the second question. But I'm going to give you an example first. If you're new to the podcast, then, of course, Starbucks is one of my favorite coffee spots. But here's their mission statement. It's to inspire and nurture the human spirit, one person, one cup, and one neighborhood at a time. Personally, I feel they achieve their mission, and the best part is that they offer seasonal ways to make it happen. I mean, think about it. After all, they have kicked off this whole pumpkin spice craze, which I can't stand personally, but to each his own. But then they easily move right into their winter drinks, which I look forward to every single year. So now once you have that mission, it's time to answer question number two. How does your business serve you and your family right now in the present? The answer to this question is going to help you determine, again, if the goals that you pick are practical. Your strategy has to take into account your life in real time. I mean, I've already talked about the effectiveness of setting goals in 90-day intervals. This approach makes achieving your goals more manageable and adaptable because life is going to take you through a lot of twists and turns. So you've got to learn to be flexible and adapt with it. And now question number three, what's your business long-term vision? This is your vision statement because it helps you prepare for tomorrow. So take some time to think about what your business should look like in three, five, or 10 years. What kind of success do you have or do you want to have? The answer to this question is the legacy 
that you want to work on building every day. This plan will change a little every year, but the ultimate legacy that you are building does not change. This is your legacy, the footprint you aim to create and leave behind. Your business is the vehicle that you use to build your legacy. That's the long game. The choices you make daily, the way you prioritize tasks, that's how you drive that vehicle and it determines how you live your legacy. Now, I want you to know you cannot skip answering these questions because the answers are key to you determining what systems you need to create in your business. You can pick the right goal and you can create the best plan. But if you do not have systems, you're not going to be able to stick to your priorities. You're going to be chained to your business. Systems are the backbone of your business. They're the processes, the routines, the little gears that keep everything running smoothly. Now, they may not be fun or flashy, but they're absolutely essential. So next week, I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into this business strategy and the part that your systems play in supporting it. So let's do a recap of what we've talked about today. It's not enough that you just have this great idea and the passion and drive to succeed. You need a well-structured strategy that guides your decisions. And whether you're in the early stages of figuring things out or you are actively in the startup phase of marketing your business, you have to do market research. It's your friend. Now, we talked about the importance of identifying your unique value proposition or your wow factor that helps you stand out from your competition. Again, when you do market research, it's going to help you understand your customers better so you can address their needs with your services, but it will also help you learn more from your competition so you can learn from their mistakes or even emulate. Don't copy what they do that succeeds. Next, we started to get into how your business strategy is a roadmap to your success. You need to set clear, achievable goals and create a plan and track your process. And I share my interpretation of SMART goals with you. And we're going to focus on specific, mindful, appropriate, realistic goals, and then treat yourself as you make progress. So today, we also stress the significance of defining your mission and your vision for your business. Your mission is the core of your business. It guides your values and your decisions. And while your vision is the long-term perspective of where you want to go, you need them both. They're your North Stars. Lastly, I talked about the importance of having systems because they're the backbone that allows your business to operate without you. And next week, again, we're going di- to dive deeper into how you can build your strategy and then implement systems to help you astra- establish a strong foundation for your business. Now, I want to thank you for tuning in this week. But before I let you go, I'm going to encourage you to pick one thing from this episode that you are going to take action on. Just consuming the content is not going to help you make the changes needed. So whether you sign up for that audio masterclass, How to Go Your Business Without Overwhelm, or you check out the Mighty Society membership and you decide to join, I need you to pick one thing and do something with it. Now, if you have questions about anything that I talked about today, please feel free to reach out to me and get them answered. You can connect with me on Instagram at the underscore Shannon Baker. 
If you found this episode valuable, please go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash mind your time and leave me a rating and review. In the world that we live in, we know social proof matters. And I need your help to reach more women who are starting businesses to support their lifestyle. So don't forget, share this episode with your biz besties or your community. You can take a screenshot, post it on Instagram stories, and then tag me at the underscore Shannon Baker. And let me know what your thoughts are on the information that I shared today. So that's it. But I do look forward to you joining me back here next week. And until then, keep calm and streamlined.